Welcome to Mentally Untable Adventures, Episode 79, Remember Tomorrow, Session 1, Episode 1. Oh, this podcast may contain bad language, crude humor, and graphic violence, and it, in general is not fit for, hu- for human com- cons- consumption. Well, we cracked open Gregor Hutton's Remember Tomorrow, a game of noir, sci-fi, near-future intrigue. We'll see how the gang takes to this new experience. Enjoy the show! Welcome, one and all! We are going to try something new this evening. We are going to try a game called Remember Tomorrow by Gregor Hutton. Um, it is a game of, uh, near-future, uh, role-playing. Um, look at the world today, now flash it forward 20 minutes into the future. Sky cars, check. Memory couriers, check. Everything else, slightly changed. Huh, how about that? Um, so this is, uh, very much, uh, in the vein of, uh, uh, sort of cyberpunky. um, think, um, Matrix, Johnny Mnemonic, um... Shadowrun without the magic. Um, <laughs> I'm that's thinking the like sort of the... Fifth Element, but not that far in the future. Right, yeah, yeah. Pulled back a little way. Less aliens than Fifth Element. <laughs> fifth Element before they leave Earth. So like Back to the Future, only... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Only no time travel involved? <laughs> only where they actually got the year oh, right, I think is what I'm looking at. Much darker, more of a noir thing. So you'll see there are two piles of sheets here. You'll see at the top, one says faction sheet, one says player character sheet. Everybody needs to grab one of each. The way this game works, the first scene that each of us will do is an introduction scene. And you will introduce the PC that is currently what's called your held PC. That is the PC that is currently sitting in front of you. That doesn't mean that's always going to be your PC forevermore. It is until you let go of it. But at any point, you may decide, I'm going to introduce a new PC. At which point, your old one goes into the middle of the table and becomes a pooled PC. One that anybody else could also grab and use. So, don't feel like like you uh, need to become too attached to these. Um, Also... There is no uh, real, like, group continuity here. Um, these are not necessarily... This is not the story of um, uh, a team of people that know each other. This is more like sort of a noir movie where there's probably multiple storylines, and at some point they're going to intersect or cross or run into each other. Jason City. Very much so, yes. Like that. So there there are, are multiple plot lines that at some point, uh, as dictated by the game mechanics... Uh, when you roll doubles, that indicates what's called a double cross, meaning whatever just happened in this scene is going to bleed over into what happens in the next scene. So that is how, through the game mechanics, these stories will begin to uh, run into each other and uh, uh, bounce off of each other. So your first uh, pass will be introducing your player character. The second pass around the table, everybody will introduce a faction. These are the enemies, the antagonists, the uh, groups... Uh, so there's lots of uh, different check marks up there. You can see sort of the different types that they may be. They could be military, Ronin, AI, a gang, an agency. So uh, uh, these are all the things that are going to antagonize all of the PCs. And those factions all will then go into the center of the table. Those factions will be shared by everybody once we have all gone around and introduced one. We have the League of Heroes and the League of Villains. Kind of. Uh, it's a lot, complex dark, a lot darker than that. Uh, the only thing to know about the factions is that the factions will never help the PCs accomplish their goals. The factions are always working counter to the PCs. Um, so that's uh, that's sort of the way uh, to think about them. Each PC has a goal. Uh, you can see underneath motivation, uh, the goal is is your big overarching goal. This is what drives you? Are you a uh, you know cop trying to uh, track down the guy who murdered his partner? Um, so this is something that is achievable, but not something small or easy. Um, so when in order to accomplish this goal, you are going to have to check off 
uh, the RWA, in this case, ready, willing, and able uh, to do that thing. So once you have checked off all three, then you get to sort of uh, write the grand finale scene for your character as you accomplish your goal. Uh, and you are then sort of written out of the story for a time, as you have succeeded in your goal. You are no longer an active participant in the events. Uh, you know, that's your riding off into the sunset. So, anybody have any questions going forward before we begin character creation on your first <coughs> held PC? So to start with, you've got a name, a description, it has some ideas for identity and motivation, what, what is it that drives you, and what is your background. Then uh, The most important thing to write is your goal, and then... You assign your parameter, parameters. You're ready, you're willing, and you're able. Grand total of 12 points divided between the three. Maximum rating of 9 in any one. So ready uh, dictates your ability to... Um, oh, here. They're written out really well in here. Why don't I trying to make up stuff? So uh, ready is you are ready for situations. You set up circumstances so they are to your advantage through preparation, forethought, innate sense of readiness in all that you do. You have the right gear and the right connections. Uh, your willing attribute shows that you are willing to do whatever it takes to win. You have no regrets about what you do, and you persevere through force of will, determination, or commitment. You might be chipped to improve your <clears throat> mental strength. And finally, able. You are able to succeed through prowess, training, experience. You triumph because of your raw ability and enhancements to your body. Perhaps you have boosted reflexes and other cybernetic improvements. Everybody gets three pieces of gear... Uh, when they start, is that on here? No. So when you start uh, a character, you begin with three pieces of gear. Uh, it can be just about anything you think of. Um, I've got some tables here for ideas for vehicles, weapons, firearms, hand weapons, cyberware, lifestyle additions, software, and drugs. Lifestyle additions? Um, monkey. Healthcare, uh, a razor dock, a hotel suite, an airport coffin, a bodyguard, a doll. An airport coffin. Uh, hot cuisine. <laughs> an airport coffin motel. Right? Like the like okay. a, a little tube with your name on it at the at the airport. I was going, oh my god, there's vampires. <laughs> well, not that kind of coffin. <laughs> okay. Um, Takeaway: high fashion, overalls. So that those are things that are under the life and style oh, okay. uh, column. So you get to pick three three pieces of gear. Um, Wait, are we doing this now or as we introduce our character? <laughs> um, you do that, and so now we all sit down and sort of create our characters as we go around and or as we go around and introduce them. I assume it'll be easier to let people work a little bit before putting them on the spot for their introduction scene. Or if you feel like you want to just wait and see how a couple of people's introductions yeah, go and want to. You know, as, as it doesn't take a whole lot to make a character here, the hardest part probably is coming up with the goal uh, for the person. But other than that, uh, also when they start, um, each person, each character gets one positive condition and one negative condition. So you can see down underneath your parameters, your ready, willing, and able, you have the uh, different conditions. You start with one positive, one negative. So positive, angry, equipped, armed, financed, connected, hardened, loved, Convinced, dangerous, um, negative conditions, <laughs> burned out, humiliated, injured, impaired, trapped, hesitant. <laughs> so these all are are uh, fictional <clears throat> things that you will be able to use uh, going forward. Um, Do we get to put our own definition, or is there a specific definition to these things? Mm. Like, would trapped be trapped in a situation, or would it have to be, like, literally trapped? No, no trapped is, it, um, all of these are open to interpretation. So trapped in the basement as opposed to trapped in poverty. It can be either or. Right. Okay. Right. Or trapped owing somebody something. Yep. Yeah. Or whatever. Okay. Yep, these are just sort of fictional cues. Just bear in mind that through the um, through the scenes, those conditions may be may change and be alleviated. So um, your negative conditions can be removed from you uh, by your opponents uh, as part of when if you beat them, they can use your negative conditions against you to uh, to uh, soften the blow, so to speak, when you beat somebody else. But in so doing, that negative condition will go away. So, does somewhere on the sheet say that what ready, willing, able do again? 
Um, no, I just read them to you a minute ago. But I mean, re- ready is your uh, preparation, your connectedness, your uh, well equipped. Uh, willing is sort of your mental fortitude, your willingness to do what it takes. Uh, your able is your sort of uh, abil- abilities, uh, your training, your uh, enhancements. Um, okay. So we and we start off with how many? A grand total of twelve between the three. Nothing more than eight. Yeah, we have, with no one being higher than eight. If one of your parameters is reduced to uh, zero, then you are written out of the game. Uh, much like completing your goal writes you out in a positive scene, uh, having one of your parameters reduced to zero makes you completely unable to carry forward in the story because you have been made so unready, unwilling, or unable to go on. And then we'll have to you have to penis. penis. So if you start at one with any of these, you could be in trouble. Right, right. So uh, yeah, definitely does not recommend that you begin with a rating of one in anything because that makes you very vulnerable to the first antagonistic scene causing you to get your lights punched out. You know, metaphorically. Uh, there is also the possibility of being killed here, but that requires the uh, uh, opposition to give you first the do- injured negative <coughs> quality, and then the dying negative quality, and then to tag you one more time. So, so they will really, really have to dislike you. It, it, it takes a lot of work to be taken out by just, you know, getting shot to death. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's very difficult. <laughs> Far more likely that you're going to uh, go out because your ready, willing, or able is reduced. <laughs> it's far more likely for you to walk away and quit the scene because you just can't hack it anymore <laughs> than to go out in a body bag, necessarily. But... Body bag! Okay, so I get it. Your gear could just be anything that you... Yeah, it, it's, it's just there for flavor. It doesn't provide any mechanical benefits. Um... If you have a particularly high ready, willing, or able, you might want some gear that sort of explains, you know, if you are incredibly able, that could be explained by some awesome cyberware, or if you are incredibly willing, perhaps you have some sort of, uh, you know, chip that, you know, deadens your emotions or or, or heightens your uh, perceptions or, you know, things like that. It's, it's mostly for fiction. Eventually, uh, once you uh, achieve your goal, it will go under the archived goals at the bottom if you go to play this character again in a new session. Uh, They usually recommend the session goes until three characters are taken out. One way or the other. Right. Or, or, uh, sorry, three three personas are taken out, either factions or um, uh, player characters. So, either by completing their goals or by... Being written out. So is this GMless? Yes, this is GMless. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah. So what is what will what will so happen is play. I know I get to play again. Oh, everybody already did their goals. <laughs> I just started right. there and worked backwards. <laughs> oh, uh. well, no, I came up with a name first because <laughs> that is clearly the most important part of this it's like, it's like picking footballs you know <laughs> doing your football picks based on uniforms what are you doing? I'm getting a brand name for her coat oh, can, is that something we can just do? yeah oh, well, we're going to write well, those in with we done that already. <laughs> just, yeah, you can get those get those ahead of time so We've got uh, all this uh, learning that we're doing. Can we, can we make things up as we go? Like, yes. can we make brand names up? Uh, preferred if we use the brand names in here because then there's more of a chance of them connecting to other people's things. What brand name is a six? Uh, what kind of thing is it? Uh, engineering, consumer, or motivation? Clothing? Uh, so that'd be consumer. A six is Leek Sung. L I K S A N G. What's two in that category? A I W A. What are type and details supposed to be? Or do we not worry about that yet? Um, it's just stuff to place more information. If, if, you know, if you have a gear, handgun, type, semi-automatic, details, clip holds eight bullets, what, I don't know. What's an eight for, like, cyber electronics <clears throat> or type stuff? Uh, that's be Nagant. N-A-G-A-N-T. N-A-G-N-A-T? N-A-G-A-N-T. How about brand vehicles? For- what if I wanted like a sedan? Could I just go with that? That's what, yeah, just yeah. sedan. I mean, these are all just ideas, okay. so don't don't feel like they're engineering uh, six is a engineering six is Heinkel H E I N K E L vehicle vehicle ten 
ten is Pontiac. Really? Yep. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> Vehicle eight. The dude's over the here driving a Bonneville. <laughs> he's he's got a torrent. You have a Pontiac torrent. He's got he's got a 2008 Grand Prix. It's so you're just and, supposed to um, and the detail for that is roll best for fucking the ride I can afford. Um, yeah. Roll for the brand name, yeah. Oh, even if it's like a revolver or a laptop yeah. or something. Yes. What what mega corporation made the thing that you're holding in your hand? Okay. Labels are important. Four. What kind of a thing is it? It's a revolver. It's a revolver. Would that be go under engineering or consumer goods? I think it would probably go under pistol, consumer. I went under it's an individual person. Oh, I went under Let's engineering. Mm. Let's go under engineering. ERMA. ERMA. That yep. sounds like a good revolver maker. Irma. Okay. We, we can decide what that stands for later. <laughs> Two for a laptop. Two for a laptop. Uh, it's uh, AIWA. Okay, we mm-hmm. got the acronyms. Yep. We need number six. Nope. Oh, oh, nine. nine. Under just... engineering. Mm-hmm. Otomo. O T O M O. No, I suppose. Three under what would be a smart personal device? Uh, probably consumer. Baraco. B I R A C O. Would jacked reflexes be a consumer? That sounds like an engineering one to me. Okay. Seven. Merker. M-E-R-K-U-R. What okay. would you have for six on a knife? Uh, that's a Licksang. L-I-K-S-A-N-G. Yep. Of course it is. <laughs> they have a wide range of interests. What would you put body armor under? Probably consumer goods. Consumer. Okay. Her personality chip is by Baracco. Baracco? B-I-R-A-C-O. Oh, oh, it's the same company that makes my smart device. See? See? Suddenly now this... The, hmm. the world is getting... Corporations. Exactly. Not just any little corporations. Umbrella corporations. Umbrellas? We Should they have that, too? We aren't going into, like, Raccoon City, are we? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> No, the city in this—the city in this game is uh, is uh, somewhere. I like the name of that somewhere. And nobody is from somewhere. Everybody's from somewhere else. I'm from any town. <laughs> yes, it's like Fort Lincoln Mercury. All right, I need one more thing that she's got on her. Wait, wasn't he the postman? Me both. No, he was in the postman. Pontiac. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a Pontiac too. So you both drive a torrent. Hers is her body. Oh, oh well. <laughs> See, mine, yeah, mine's a 2000 Grand Prix. Pontiac moved up and on. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got old crap because it's the best ride he can get. It's the best he can afford. Well, the With the ready chip be consumer or engineering? I'd call that engineering. So eight. Eight is Nagant. N-A-G-A-N-T. Okay. They made my car. Wait a minute. What? What huh. did you? What did you call yours? A ready chip. A ready chip. And what does a ready chip do? It's something for knowledge. That's what it says underneath uh, oh. skills. I I have a memory here. implant oh. device. Right. So <laughs> also so, made by Nagant. Right. So it 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 uh, in, it enhances your uh, ability to uh, be prepared for things and. So have oh, sorry, for, like I... firearms. Brand names, you mean, or yeah, uh, no, same two tables in the back. I should really print those out. Actually, I should cut and paste a bunch of stuff out of there and print out a whole separate sheet for that. All right. So, what would that be? Engineering? Uh, for Holy for what? A handgun? Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably engineering. Where's that other sheet? Hmm. Which one? This one? Oh, yeah. Oh, that. This is the. This is like the game sheet hmm. that I'm just going to use to track like what's happening, just so that somebody's sort of keeping track of what's going on in case we run this again. Alright, so you'll see down in the um, bottom right corner of your sheets the outcomes for scenes. It's kind of a little cheat sheet for you guys. Uh, shorthand, and then I've, I gave everybody the play summary as well. That's sort of a, a summary of the game rules. So, everybody great to PC? Someone goes first. I will volunteer to go first, because I'm the one that's dragging you all into this with me. 
<laughs> not like we're kicking and screaming. Right. Not yet. <laughs> so that means you're the first controller. Mm. True. And since I am the first controller... Now, we actually haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh. Because first we have to all introduce a PC, and then introduce factions. Then I become the controller. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Right now, it's basically like that, except for that I don't get to choose what kind of scene. I have to do an introduction scene, because we don't have any PCs right now. Got it. So I will introduce you to Bliss, a, a former um, um, uh, uh, sex doll um, <laughs> cyborg. Damn. <laughs> Uh, that she has she has escaped from the brothel. And <laughs> so, did she do a lot of videos like uh, blow up dolls gone wild? Uh, <laughs> no, no, she was at a at a not not a not so nice a place. Um, oh, she was in Metal Love Six. <laughs> so her her identity Wait, is. <laughs> I may Sorry. regret this. <laughs> Nuts and bolts. She got screwed. <laughs> Uh, right, I can see we're really going to struggle with the sort of dark and gritty <laughs> atmosphere. Do we ever? I'm trying, actually. <laughs> this is your own fault for changing that character. Yeah. I, uh, what? I'm Where trying did you to think we were going to go with it. I don't know, Blade Runner! <laughs> you, you, you know what we're like? I know, but... Have you met us? I can hope, can't I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So she, the dark so she is an so she's an outsider, and her motivation is respect. Uh, her goal is to find Eric Liddell. He was the only John who ever treated her nicely. She's escaped from the place where she uh, was uh, owned, and she's trying to find him because she thinks that he will take her in, and she can sort of create a new life for herself. Um, however, so the rules are supposed to be specific. Hmm? They're supposed to be really specific. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because if you actually get ready, willing, and able, you accomplish it. <laughs> that needs to be not simple, but Sorry. yes, okay. definitely attainable. And not like to ride off into the sunset happy, like. Remember, you, the character may get up to three goals checked off somewhere over the course of their career. So, what do they want right now? To find a mate. Not like chips, but like <laughs> a little farther right now. As soon as I said that, I'm like, no, 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 no. Too close, too close. <laughs> Back up. What's my goal? To get a condom. <laughs> so, Achievable. She has... I'm ready. She has I'm a... Willing. I may not be able. <laughs> she has a two in ready, a six in willing, and a four in able. Um, uh, she's uh, sort of just just recently escaped. She has no very little uh, as far as resources goes. Her positive c- uh, condition right now is that she feels loved. Uh, she's sure that Eric is out there somewhere and that he loves her. Moist. Um, and her negative condition. I'm just gonna ignore that. Her negative condition is uh, that she is destitute. Uh, she has no money, no means to get around or do anything. Uh, she has a uh, Godai Kin overcoat, uh, which is waterproof and helps keep the rain off, because of course it's always freaking raining, because it's that kind of movie. Um, uh, but it, she's moist. But it, it, it helps conceal her, uh, and the fact that she's uh, an escaped uh, sex slave. Uh, she does have a... Uh, a uh, Baracko model uh, personality determination chip uh, that sort of you know helps her get through a long hard day of sex slavery, um, <laughs> and uh, her last piece of gear is her high end uh, Pontiac body, um, which is uh, exceptionally limber. Uh, <laughs> great personality can bend into small boxes. Yes. Uh, so the the initial scene uh, sees uh, Bliss um, wandering down the streets, um, attempting to figure out how it is that she's going to uh, uh, get some money, perhaps uh, get some uh, uh, means to travel, to do some research, to try and figure out how she's going to find Eric uh, without attracting the uh, attention of the authorities. So, so now we get to the die mechanic of this game. Every time you uh, have a scene. So the, the, the die mechanic is scene resolution. So this isn't like 
okay, I'm going to go shoot that guy, so roll to see if you shot him. No, if you're having a confrontation with a guy, roll the dice to see how the confrontation ends. So it is conflict resolution, not um, action or task resolution. Um, so in this case, um, there is no scene goal because it's an introduction scene. Um, and you can spend successes on an introduction scene to raise your ready, willing, or able. You could also add positive conditions or subtract negative conditions with each success. A success in this case is a role that is under your ready, your willing, or your able. You have to assign the dice to a stat after you roll them. So, see myself rolling a 7, an 8, and a 4. These two I have no hope for, but this one I could put as a success under either able or willing. Oh, we don't have to pick it first? No, you don't pick it first. You roll, and then you assign them. Okay. Um, That's even better than I thought. Right. Uh, Bear in mind that in order to check the success box for your goal... Uh, which is a, a separate thing that you can do in later scenes, you have to have a success in the corresponding area. So I could not, if this was a later scene and this was what I rolled, if I was trying to check off a willing or an able box, I would have to put that success under that particular uh, die type. So for me, it's going to be very hard to be ready. Um, however, I get to spend my one success to add to my ready, willing, or able, or add a positive condition, or subtract my negative condition. So you want to roll under these numbers. Right, so we're trying to roll under, hence the 9 being the maximum amount, because that way you always have a slight chance of failure. I may want to switch mine around, though. (laughs) Oh, you you assigned uh, low numbers to the ones you thought you were good at? No, this is easy enough to switch. Oh, okay. (laughs) So so I'm going to use my one success to... um, increase her ready um, from two to three because she is um, sort of getting a feel for the outside world um, uh, learning by observing other people to see how how the world works so that then uh, in future scenes she will hopefully be able to uh, perhaps lose her destitute negative quality and uh, gain some progress towards finding Eric. So, so that is her introduction scene. So now we pass around the table this way? Okay, sure. So it says in the directions. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. Fine, follow the rules. Spend successes, pass play to the next player on the left. Crap, <laughs> that's you! <laughs> well, okay. Oh, thank go. Um, alright, so... Who are you introducing us to? The name is Kexen Severs. <laughs> <laughs> He's a... <laughs> I thought that was. I thought it was okay. It is okay. But I'm kind of curious as to what exactly is the Kexen Sever. He's a courier. You think like a transporter. If it needs to go someplace from A to B, he's the way that will kind of get it there. Um, that's what his identity is. His motivation, his power. Do just go right down the list. Of, like tell him what the goal is and whatever. sure. Oh, his goal is to become the city's crime kingpin. He wants to be the number one guy. Ah, uh, got a six and ready, <laughs> three and willing, and a three and able. And uh, his positive condition is that he is dangerous. His negative condition is that he is humiliated. Ooh, what <laughs> happens? Well, he's dangerous because uh, he, he's not at all uh, opposed to getting his hands dirty when he's couriering. Uh, he's humiliated because he has, uh, the last uh, three jobs he's been sent out on, he has uh, failed oh. to curry things where they need to be couriered <laughs> to. He's not going to curry any um, favor. He's got, yeah, he's got some, he's got some competition or something, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, think, he thinks he knows that somebody's out to get him oh. and trying to ruin his reputation. Uh, he is uh, equipped with a a car, a Nagant L65 6500 luxury sedan, and it is uh, all tinted windows and black paint job, and it's pretty slick. He has a smart communication device by Baracco, uh, the uh-huh. Z97 series. It's flexible; mm-hmm. it can bend and do cool things like that. Um, and then, yeah, his handgun, a Gloucester Scorpion 45 semi-auto. Very nice. Big old hand cannon. Quick question and or suggestion, possibly. Um, 
for a goal, perhaps might uh, the immediate goal be to find out who's been uh, turning on him and uh, put them in the ground. Maybe the immediate that, goal that might that might be sort of a stepping stone, sort of towards like okay, so becoming like, the like going from. Humiliated, failed three times career to best dude in the city. Okay. Seems like a really big jump. Uh, it's too big? Like, it went too big? Possibly too big. So, <laughs> Damn. Okay. I, I feel like there might be a couple of steps that you could mark out in between here and there. Like, I could see, like, third goal being crime lord of the city. But uh, maybe we should start with uh, just uh, figuring out why you suck at your job right now. <laughs> Ouch. Anyway, this is thoughts. So his goal now is, who's out to get me? That seems extremely... Please tell me he's going to use that voice the whole time. <laughs> Just yell all the time. Oh, God. Hey, be quiet back there. Oh, man. The I'm in scalp mode. Yeah. So much clipping. <laughs> I'm in scalp mode. Oh. Sorry, we don't actually have to... The light is blinking. Yeah. So, uh, so he gets an opening scene, huh? Right, so yeah, just as the, as the camera first uh, descends on him in this movie, what do we see him doing? Okay, so do I roll first, um, and then set the scene based on... No, generally you sort of set the scene, uh, and then roll to see how the scene ends. So okay. to see how the resolution of the scene goes. Do things go well? Do you get what you're after? So first maybe you might think about, um, if you get the roll, what would you spend those, would you increase your ready, willing, and able? Would you add a positive condition? Would you remove a negative condition? Um, so, uh, you know, if you look at those, you know, is there something that you would want to okay. like, oh, well, he wants to be, oh, he wants to get the armed condition, so he's, you know, walking into a gun shop, and or, you know, going down to the docks and breaking into a warehouse where he knows the, some gang stores. Okay. You know, that, that would give you a, an idea of what sort of thing you might be doing if you know what you would probably spend those points on if you succeed. Alright. Cyberpunk, huh? Yep. So, the uh, scene opens up. There is a uh, <laughs> there's a, a curiously sexy looking robot doll walking around the corner and moving. And you know, we just got a rain... Rain-soaked city streets. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't roll a double cross, but that's fine. <laughs> hey, yeah, just dudes here walking away. Um, uh, the sound of uh, screeching tires, and then engines accelerating. They're getting closer and closer, and all of a sudden, boom, and over this hill ramps this sweet-ass-looking black luxury sedan. Uh, catches some air, lands, and then hits the parking brake, yep. swings the ass around, takes the corner, hits the accelerator, takes off, and uh, the back window rolls down, and there's this scrawny, sickly-looking bastard in the back, and he's like, let me out! Let me out! And this guy in like this, this uh, leather suit that's driving, he's got really long, like, greasy, dark hair. And he's got a scar underneath his eye, and there's crazy death metal music playing on the on the radio. It's like he reaches back and he throws the guy back in and hits the child locks on the windows and rolls him back up. You ain't going nowhere. And this guy in the back seat, he's fiending, he's sweating, he's got track marks in his arms, he's been doing all kinds of dirty drugs, <laughs> sticking in anything in any vein that'll take it. He's like, I don't know nothing anymore, man, I, can't, I told you everything. I would watch this movie. You, <laughs> you don't have to tell me, you gotta tell, and then all of a sudden, bullet shots. <laughs> Come in, the firing, hitting the car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, here comes another car up behind the black sedan. Smashing up, you know, hitting each other, trading paint. Um, the road's going to narrow down into an alleyway. So uh, Kexon hits the gas, goes flying through first. The other car slams sideways, gets caught in the alleyway. And then, boom, huge explosion as that car blows up. And the opening credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> and when he gets through the alleyway, swings the back end around, hits the brake, stops, lights up the cigarette, looks in the back, and the guy, the drug fiend in the back, is like, man, I'll tell your boss anything he needs to know. I saw the whole murder. I swear to God, I can pick the guy off. I can tell you exactly what he... Another bullet hole explodes in the window in the back as a sniper's bullet hits the dude right in the mouth. Hits the drug fiend dude right in the mouth. Exits out the back of his head, kicks and rolls the window down, looks up on top of a building as he sees a sniper raise his rifle and walk away. 
That's the humiliation. Is that is that like a good opening scene? I roll the dice to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> there. I, I was on for that ride. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, me either. So five, six, and four, and I needed to get lower, eh? Equal to or lower. Okay, so I got one. Yep. And, and I failed on those two, but yep. you just need one. Or for you, for you get, each one okay. you get, you can add something. Ah. So here's where I need to tell you about something that I didn't do, but you can choose to do. So your positive conditions, mm-hmm. you'll notice when it says PC plus one parentheses two to your ready, willing, or able, mm-hmm. uh, you can choose to add one to your ready, willing, or able. However, if you want to add two, remove a positive condition. Oh, okay. So, so for instance, if I had cashed out the loved, I could have raised my ready to four, um, but I was unwilling to do that. So, so that's okay. just another, uh, you know. So it, it, then, then you just sort of have to fictionally explain why he's not dangerous or not as dangerous as he was, you know. Well, I'll t- I'll take another positive condition. Right. Yeah. So, or you can add a positive condition or remove a negative condition. So, so as he as uh, Kexon looks out the window as the sniper walks away, he reaches under the seat, mm-hmm. takes out his uh, Gloucester Scorpion forty five. Yep. And puts it in the shoulder holster inside yep. of his uh, coat. Lights up another cigarette. Looks out the window at the top of the building. Son of a bitch! And now he's angry. Now he's dangerous. Oh, and armed. Oh, okay. <laughs> armed. <laughs> he, opens up, he opens up the trunk and pulls out the other guns too. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> armed, I feel like is more than just you are. You always have the one gun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> armed is yeah. Armed there. is Neo walking into right. that building. Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> That's, okay. Yep. Okay. So he'll he'll get out and he'll go pop open the trunk. Yep. And then the, the lid of the trick. trunk. Our <laughs> our two little uh, like uh, like a spot, and he, he puts his hands inside these pockets, and he takes out these gloves that have uh, like electrified oh, brass knuckles ooh. on them. Yes. So those are on, and he plugs them into his coat, which powers them. And uh, yeah, then he takes out a, a pair of sunglasses that are, uh, are they're super dark shades, and they kind of uh, allow him to see. They're they're polarized, so that you can see better in the dark and in the rain, because it's always dark and raining here. Yeah. Um, yeah, just he gets armed. Maybe some explosives, some grenades. That's it. I'm going to guess there's at least one grenade. Oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. And a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good so, luck following that. Yeah. I feel woefully inadequate now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did I do it right? Is it the idea, though? That, 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 okay. seemed, that seems pretty good. That, okay. that, that, that scene was extent. I kept, I kept, like, you, you sort of bring the scene up to sort of a moment of conflict. Yours sort of blew through about four or five of them. Like, I was like, at any moment, I was like, ooh, and then he could roll the, and then the car explodes, and then a sniper. I'm like, what else is going to happen? I, I, want, I wanted to get to the humiliation part. Okay, that's, I, was, I wasn't you, sure where you were going, so I was just kind of waiting fourth, for the ride to This end. is the fourth uh, package he's been unable to deliver now. Nice. This so. goddamn sniper. He, right. now the we, drug fiend, he knew some things, and now he'll never talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need some bulletproof windows, man. That would be really good. So awesome. Okay. No, loving it. Loving Pass it. That's the baton. Perfect. So okay. So introduce us to sorry. the next character in this. I wouldn't be sorry. That little was, saga. It's not his fault. <laughs> it's gonna happen at some point. Oh yeah. Alrighty. So my character is Sam Destiel. Sam. Sam Destiel. E E S T I E L. Like Dean and Castile, only it's Destiel. Sam DeSteele. Okay, nobody gets the reference. That's fine. Nope. <laughs> so, Sorry, none of us are as literate as you, sir. <laughs> okay, okay. So he's an intel operator for the anti-crime organization within the city. Nice. Oh, this bastard's gotta die. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, don't don't worry. You can use, as you may have uh, peeked ahead of time, you'll notice face-off scenes are between the target and someone else's held PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can you could use a faction, or sometimes you could use your own PC as the antagonist. Just remember that it's not your scene; it's their scene. You just happen to be the bad guy in it. Yeah. Alrighty, so so as, tell us about Sam. As the identity, he is an operative. Quite obviously, if he's an intel operative. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, his motivation is knowledge. 
Mm. His goal is to find all the dirty little secrets hidden within or behind society's scenes. So that's his that goal? really broad. <laughs> well, all his, his first secrets. step is more like uh, finding his own... The, the people he works for, their secrets, specifically. The people and, he works for? Yes, I'll get oh. to that in the scene. Okay, so you might want to put that into like um, into his goal. Not not just all the secrets. He wants to ferret out the corruption within his own organization. See, there there we you go. go. That's see, you just got just got narrowed in. Yeah, well, I just don't have good communication skills. That's all right. First time we've played this game. It's and 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 collectively as a table, we're trying to sort of set the barometer so that we don't have you know one one thing that's sort of at this scale and one thing that's operating at this scale and it'll be hard for the two to interact you know, in a reasonable manner. Similar to having a Dungeons and Dragons game where you don't want, you know, the first level chubs hanging out with the 20th level gods because one of them is going to be really bored. <laughs> no kidding. Okay, so I am very ready at five, willing at four, and able at three. Okay. Um, I am prepared. I have most of the tools I need to get the job done. That's your your positive condition that, is prepared. That is, that is my positive condition. You've, on the other you've hand, done the research. On the other hand, I am hunted Ooh. because, well, if you're trying to look for the secrets within your own dirty little organization, Somebody's people are going to want to. <laughs> yeah. Crazy Illuminati bullshit going on. <laughs> Don't blame the Illuminati. So do you, here, here's a quick question. So uh, you said you worked for uh, who again? I said the anti-criminal organization. I, it could be the police or the FBI. I don't know. Maybe it's like some mercenary group in this sort let's, of setting. Let's, let's give it a name or an acronym. The ACO. Ooh, Army the of an Two. Anti-criminal organization. The ACO. Yeah, perfect. Yes, okay. the ACO. ACO. Yep, I was saying, let, let's name the thing. Okay. Beautiful. So you work for the ACO. So here's the next question that I have for you. All right. So you're part of the ACO. You're looking at into. So, are you actually part of like the internal affairs? Basically, like, are you supposed to be looking for internal corruption, or are you sort of cowboying up and looking for internal corruption? Um, I'm sort of cowboying up, looking for corruption awesome. because up until a certain point, I was actually, you know, doing spy sort of right. secret you're st- operations. So you're still doing your regular job, but right. on the side, you're also digging in places that you ought not to be digging because that's not actually your job, but. You think you're finding things, and it's well, your drive. You'll find, you find a lead to whatever you're looking for, and it crosses back to who you're working for, and it's like, oh shit. Uh huh. Yep you you have stumbled upon this bee's nest. You weren't you didn't go looking for it necessarily, but you're you're in it now. Well, that's great. So where do we see him in, in this opening scene? Alrighty, in the opening scene, we are in the office, the top dog's office. Ooh. Yes. You're in talking to your boss. Rain is pattering against the window. It's like, it's I have found some inconsistencies with uh, You're talking to your boss about your findings. <laughs> yes. With the lead that I've been following. Could go wrong? <laughs> That's great. All right. All righty. So, well, how's he reacting to this news he, so far? He's kind of uh He keeping stony-faced on stony this? Stony-faced on this, but he nods to people behind me and... Things start to turn sour as I realize that this goes a lot deeper than what I originally thought. All right, let's favorite. see them dice. Grab three. So you're trying to get under two, um, under or equal to somewhere over there. As I re-roll it, if you don't know what number it was. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's way better. That's way better. Yeah, that's, way better. That, that one's much harder to read because it's the old vampire dice. And that's the... a 10, so... Yep, yeah. so that's out. <laughs> okay, so four under ready. All right, so you got one success, so you can choose to increase your ready, willing, or able, give yourself a new positive condition, or remove a negative condition, or if you want to cash out your uh, positive condition, you could increase a ready, willing, or able by two. Hmm... You could become unprepared because you've now been uh, <laughs> your, prepara- your your preparation perhaps has been ruined by the fact that now they've locked you out of your desk. <laughs> uh, perhaps they've cut off your access to some of the databases. Just suddenly, your computer doesn't work. <laughs> suddenly, hey, just ideas. Totally mm. screen of you can you can choose uh, however you would mm. like to uh, play this out. Alrighty. We're going to go ahead and pull out our little revolver, and we're going to become dangerous. Oh, God! (laughs) Because, yeah, 
My life's in danger. It's live or die out here now. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking this whole deal? You know in uh, uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon, uh, um, Ken, uh, what's his name? The, the the guy from Community. I can't remember his name right Kim now. Kim Jong? Yeah. yeah. Kim yeah. Jong. His, his character, Deep Wang. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to mess with the wrong Wang today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good story. Except darker and grittier. Yeah. yeah. And raining. <laughs> and raining. <laughs> Henry, with more neon. Okay, so um, so how does this scene then end with you becoming more dangerous? Um, do you like make a break for it? Are you like on the run now? Well, because of my ready chip, I am prepared for the situation. Ooh. So, did the fire alarm suddenly go off and the power goes out? <laughs> like, did you have like a, an emergency and? <laughs> No, but I might have set some C4 explosives. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is it with everything exploding in the first scene? All right. That's so with the action. C4 exploding, I jump out the window. From the top floor. With a parachute on. <laughs> he is prepared. He is prepared. <laughs> wow. He, he knew what he was getting into when he wanted. He's a freaking boy scout. In the office today. Oh. Hunt Scott's honor. I'm oh, always prepared. Eagle Scout. Well, you have certainly made sure that you earned that hunted negative condition. Congratulations. <laughs> you win. So, uh, yeah. I'm calendar today. Uh, meeting with the boss. Better bring my parachute. <laughs> and set the explosives in the hallway. Right. Just in case. <laughs> So, so I think it's at this point that you just see. Um, so I think like 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 we just scan back from the building, and all of a sudden you just see an explosion on the top floor, and out of the explosion is Sam, and then. So tell me the parachute is a is a big yellow one with a smiley face and a bullet hole. Oh, that'd be funny. Yes. We'll go with it. That'd be beautiful. That'd be beautiful. Right. Our Watchmen parachute. So <laughs> moving over to uh, ignore all personal pronouns if I use them because I didn't intend to. Uh, my character's name is Sal E. Danvers. So it's S A L period E period Danvers. Um, the code name for Sal E. Danvers is Java Black. Java uh, Black. The description is androgynous, slender, and quiet. Oh, crap. Um, <laughs> Sal E. is a uh, hacker. Okay. And that explains a whole bunch. <laughs> it, uh, the motivation is respect. Um, the goal is underwhelming at the moment, um, so I might need some assistance with that. Oh, it right. is find honest work. <laughs> um, in this town no way <laughs> no that's actually probably pretty decent uh, <laughs> well you could be a weatherman <laughs> well, weather person weather thing weather person <laughs> be respectful that's right bad weather person just think pat from uh you know, not, not as bad <laughs> yeah thanks anyway um sally is uh is got a five and ready they are, uh, they're, they're, you know, they. pretty well prepared. They're, they're, they're pretty willing at four, and they're uh, not so able at three. The, their, uh, their positive is uh, connected, because they're connected to the hacker community. Okay. Um, they're kind of destitute, because they're not able to bring themselves to steal anything, oh. and not able to get honest work very often. So, uh, Sally is equipped with a computer. It's portable. It's a bit beat up, but it's powerful. Who made it? Um, it would be Automo. Mm. Um, Sally also has a uh, NetGrabber uh, 2000 by Zonite. <laughs> it's used for connecting to the, the network. Mm. Back-end dark stuff, mm -hmm. whatever. And then uh, Sally has a, a knife by Lixang. <laughs> it's 10 inches of steel. Um, carried on her, uh, their belt, sorry. And, uh, yeah, so that's Sally. Mm-hmm. So, Sally is, is uh, sitting in a coffee shop um, on a corner. Uh, I'm hoping I can, can roll doubles. But currently, Sally is looking for jobs on, on the internet. Oh, he rolled doubles? He had no. two sevens, didn't he? No, no, I had seven, eight, and... Oh, that's right. You yeah. re-rolled the second seven. Sorry. Because... Yeah, yeah, no, he, he, he did have one. doubles, and then... Right, so, we, but we weren't sure he knocked that one over to a seven. We, right. We don't know what it was. So, so yeah. So that's Sally's uh, situation, sitting in the coffee right, shop. Sitting in the coffee shop looking for honest work. Yeah. Uh-huh, I did. 
It might be a bit It was weird. There's an example example characters, and one of them is Case McKenzie. Hmm. <laughs> Beep. Edit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My name's on the web server application, yeah. so I'm pretty sure that... It's... Sally is, uh, isn't very successful at all at finding any work. But doubles, right? 8-8? Eight, eight? Uh, yeah. Okay, so, so that's a double cross. So that, that means I can connect it to anyone? Uh, no, that means that your scene bleeds over into his scene. So, so I have to think of a way to get into a coffee shop. Well, you know... Or go oh. by the coffee shop. Or I know. It, it only has to connect in the most, you know, like, like got it. me being in the background of his scene was enough to have the have be the crossover. So it, yep. it, doesn't, have to, it. doesn't have to be anything big. But uh, first, so zero successes. Right. Um, so I'm going to guess this is just us seeing you getting rejection letter after rejection letter. Yeah, my <laughs> inbox is just filled with, boy, that's how fuck I feel off, right now. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Right. You skinny, you skinny, whatever on. you are. God. And you sitting destitute. <laughs> greasy or, black hair hanging over my eyes. You why? Know. What is it with people in greasy black hair? That's right. I don't, I, don't I, I was thinking emo. Just, you know, <laughs> and dirty. Shit, I just realized in two more things, I'm going to have to come up with my faction. Right. So, I'm going to take a little different order than everybody. No. no. Unless. We do that. No, so, okay. It's. The screen uh, fades in, do a little mm-hmm. Ken Burnsy fade action, sure. uh, and you're at the top kind of level of the skyscraper, and it fades in. You don't hear anything, but through the rain, you see uh, a guy just looks like he's yelling. He's yelling at this other guy in a nice, beautiful brown suit sitting on the couch kind of just paying full attention but looks like he's kind of getting berated a little bit mm-hmm. and he makes a big pointed gesture and walks out of this room to wherever he's going and you see the guy on the couch just shaking his head and he's super upset and fades out from that scene fades into a new scene as he walks into a coffee shop this thing is kind of what were you doing in the coffee shop? Huh? What were you doing in the coffee shop? I was looking for jobs on my laptop. Perfect. As he walks through the door, <clears throat> there's a... A Sal. Sal <laughs> with, a, with a laptop looking, presumably, oh, for, for whatever they're doing. Yep. And he walks over, over, orders himself a nice stiff cup of coffee, and... Now this is the berate or the berator? The berate. Okay. Yes, the berate. The berate head. <laughs> Comes back. Yes, the berated. Comes back, gets his stiff cup of coffee, and at this point I'll introduce you, and then we'll figure out how. Okay, so the person being berated, who we are about to meet, is Stephen Cooper, whose nickname is Flintlock. The description of Stephen Cooper is a trim Aryan, I mean the Aryan make, blonde hair, Mm. well, dirty dirty blonde hair, basically yes. He is this guy that was fighting in World War II, except he's now here, uh, with cold eyes. He is the torpedo. He is a hitman, f- basically, hmm. for uh, the crime boss, who I've named. Hmm. We'll get there. Good. His motivation is freedom. The goal... Must drop the dice. Yep. Is to kill Darko McKenzie, the crime boss... And rid myself. What a jackass. <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> I was looking for that last name and it just, just came right to me. Does he have an underling named Case? That guy's in the book. Yeah. Could be his kid. Well, probably, it's probably his kid. Right. Anyway. Oh, that guy's got a crippling disease. And, and, rid, and rid myself of my contract. All right. Uh, he is. Three, six, and three, ready, willing, and able. His positive condition is hardened, mm-hmm. as he has been doing lots and lots of killing. Uh, his negative condition is he is trapped mm. in his situation by Darko McKenzie. Mm. He's <laughs> he's wearing a beautiful light brown silk suit by Lick Song. He carries, very well concealed, a Heinkel pistol. The sword is written on the side. Nice. <clears throat> and he has Merker Jack's reflexes. All right. Which is why he doesn't need body armor. <laughs> mm. 
Because mm-hmm. he is like Neo on that roof. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah. Okay, Rebel Master. Roll them bones. <clears throat> oh, nice. Evil, evil, evil. Doubles on a two. Doubles and a two. Double, doubles on two. <laughs> yes. So, okay, I get, so, he, so you got two successes. Two points. <clears throat> So, add a, add a pecan, remove the negative condition, or uh, I don't, add to your ready wooden labels. I don't feel like I can remove the negative condition until I actually achieve my goal, because the yeah. goal is to get rid of that negative condition. Uh, true, perhaps the negative condition is a bit more nebulous, though, in that perhaps the, you know, the goal is to uh, get out from under him, but uh, perhaps uh, sort of the trapped is your trapped sort of... Because you're still sort of technically working for him, perhaps the uh, removing the trap is you basically sending him an email telling him, fuck off, I ain't working for you anymore. And now you're no longer trapped, you're now perhaps going to become hunted or something else. Um, it's just sort of the consequence. Anyway, just as, as thinking my, of ways to spin it. But. No, no, as, as my character goes, I think <clears throat> sending that email is a horrible idea. Yeah. I'm going to increase my ready by one. All right. And as I am more ready... I would like to stay trapped so that I have much easier access to Darko McKenzie, who just berated the ever-living crap out of me. Yep. Okay, so that's one. What are you going to spend the other one on? Ooh, now that's a good one. Um, so you got two. So you could gain another pecan or increase one of as the other he's, ones. As he's waiting for his cup of coffee to be done, he looks up at the news and sees Darko McKenzie on the news... Much like, has everybody seen, uh, probably not, but you've seen um, Daredevil? I just got to the part where uh, um, friggin' Fisk is on TV. Yeah, yeah. Dar- Darko is, is Fisk <laughs> on TV. That's, that's, that's what I was figuring. Exactly. Like, and, I so, and so I have now... I will be- rebuild this city! <laughs> I have now become convinced <laughs> that I need to get rid of this guy. Alright. <clears throat> just want to put all of this behind us. That's right. And <laughs> congratulations, you have to somehow incorporate what I'm doing because I rolled those. <laughs> so the scene opens. A tiny little cubicle in a nondescript office. A young man who's obviously intelligent, but who's whose physical presence leaves absolutely no impression on anybody. <laughs> he is as physically nondescript as a person can be. His name is Giles Stand King. His friends call him King. That means nobody calls him King. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Oh, that means oh, nobody. The feels oh, got me right there. Oh, what a kick in the nuts. <laughs> nobody calls him King. Oh, Giles. Oh, That's terrible. <laughs> For many, many years, he's worked at perfecting his skills as a hacker. And he's worked as a low-level assistant in, in, an, in a crime organization oh, whose who's boss, he doesn't even know. <laughs> he doesn't know who the boss is. But his work has attracted the attention of the boss. And so what they did is they strapped him down and injected him with a memory implant. And that memory implant is very specific to him. It, it had to be him because of certain physical characteristics that he has. And encoded on this memory implant that is made by Nagant, by the way, <clears throat> are all the financial files and all of the blackmail pictures and files of this crime lord. They wanted a human... It's, it's like Johnny Mnemonic. They needed somebody to be able to transport these without getting caught who would not be noticed. Doing that has... Well, frankly, it pissed me off. And I am out for revenge. I don't know who this man is, but I will hunt him down, and he will pay. And I will own his crime organization. <laughs> My motivation is revenge. Everybody wants a piece. <laughs> What's your goal? Overthrow the current leader of the gang in which I am trapped. Because as long as I have this memory chip, one, he can't kill me. Because if he kills me, he can't get his files back. But at the same time, he keeps me on a very short leash. And so I have to I have to stay somewhere within the city, and I'm trapped within the confines of my cubicle. The only thing in my cubicle that provides me any relief is my television. 
as I look up at the television, I see the picture of some civic leader. Oh, I'm going to save the city. I'm so sick of people like that. They don't they don't know what this city needs. What this city needs is Come on, anybody, work with me here, Joker. A good animal. I haven't watched that in too long. And I am just the guy to do it. I am pissed. He is the one. I've had enough of this. (laughs) However, I am coerced. I can't go anywhere. There's nothing I can do. I'm almost, almost trapped, except for the fact that I know they can't kill me because of the information that I have, which, of course, comes on the memory implant. And they gave me this really cool body armor made by IAWA because they don't want me dead. They want me protected. Uh, A-I-A-W-A? A-I-A. That's that's Iowa is how that's pronounced. No, I-O-W-A is Iowa. No, no, I I know what you're talking about. That's actually a real company. No, 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 this is I-A-W-A. The stereo company is AIWA. Oh, I thought that because you have, don't you have something? Yeah, I have AIWA. AIWA laptop. For my I laptop. thought that's what. Oh. Is it, which one is it? All right, it is <laughs> AIWA. Ha ha! Okay, you're right. That's a real company. <laughs> oh, it's uh, AWA. AWA, Iowa. AWA. I, know, I thought never... that was on Avatar. <laughs> Isn't that a tree? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and and um, the only the only other. Thing that I have is my car. It's a it's a thirty year old Pontiac Grand Prix, and it's the best fucking ride. <laughs> is that a spoiler? <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> I wouldn't have it if it didn't have the spoiler. Because is it at least the GTP? <laughs> they see King Rose. No, no. Nobody calls him King. <laughs> Did you want a spoiler on the one that we had? No. All right, roll them bones. Ooh, three, five, and five. That's hey, nice. double cross. Double cross for you. Three. Um, oh, one I of got fives can be a success. One of those fives can be a success. So you've yes, got a five and one. Three equal to or less. Oh, equal or less. I thought it had to be less. No, than. I no. heard him say equal, equal to or less. less. Oh, so well. And your five. Um, oh, by the way, um, I've got a four willing five, or I'm sorry, four ready, five willing, three able. Um, because I'm really motivated to make this happen. Um, Very willing. And, and I have a able. certain amount of, of ability because I, I do have, I kind of have them by the short and curlies, but I can't make use of it yet. So All it's right. the able it, it, that I'm lacking. All right. So it gives um, an armpit fetish. Hot. <laughs> short and curly. That's not the armpit, dude. <laughs> I know it's not. I was making okay, it's another place for thanks. short and curly hair. Thank you. Um, okay. So... With that, I'm Down going to curly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was hoping this would happen. Like, I don't think so. I'm gonna bump my able. Okay. Yeah, you are. I'll bump my able with my long and curlies. <laughs> <laughs> That is just disturbing. I know. I'm not. I'm not touching that till it's braided. Okay. Um, And the willing. And the willing, because the more I watch the news Mm -hmm. and the more I see crime growing, you become more determined. I become more angry um, and more determined to make sure that, that because when I'm in charge. It'll be like Darth Vader taking over the Empire. We will bring order to this galaxy. So, yeah. Um, and as far as the able, I've been doing some research into some of the blackmail files, and it, it appears that um, there is a task force um, from some government organization called... ACO. ACO. Um, there are some compromising pictures of some officials at the ACO. Bestiality. That well, actually, they involve some kind of Cardio? mechanical <laughs> sex robot, sex robot, and a donkey. I <laughs> wow, are we in Mexico by chance? Because that would make a great no, like a Mexican donkey show. Name Samson. <laughs> this work is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non 
commercial, share a like, 4.0 International License. All works discussed are the property of their respective owners. Our intro and outro music is by Idol Exhibit. Have a suggestion or just want to get in touch with us? Email us at mentallyuntable at gmail.com. That's mentallyuntable, no spaces or punctuation. You can like us on Facebook as mentallyuta. That's one word, mentallyuta. We're also on Stitcher and on iTunes. And you can find us on Twitter at mentallyuntable, M-E-N-T-A-L-L-Y-U-N-T-A-B-L-E. Thanks for listening.